Welcome back to Autolux Autopod. I am your host, the doctor to the car, Mr. Everett J. himself. And today we are talking about the brand new luxury limo market. No, we're not talking about stretched cars. We're talking about a new limo market that's now taking shape in the Asian marketplace. And thanks to a company, Lexus, yes, Lexus, is spearheading this movement of luxury minivan. Buick has already done so. Mercedes is already there and Chrysler has done it. But unfortunately, they didn't see this market market for what it really is and that's what we're going to be going over today just stay tuned autolux.net autopod streaming day or night coming right at you right here right now Hey, welcome back to Autolux Autopod. I'm your host, Everett J. Keep following our LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Podbean. We're on the Podbean. Going to be soon on iTunes, SoundCloud, and check out www.autolux.net for all of your rating information about the automotive industry. Now, today we're talking about luxury minivans. Yes, they've been around for a long time. And just like minivans, they've been kicking it in the background. Now, we all know Chrysler helped bring apart the luxury minivan craze. Sure, the original town and country was not the most luxurious minivan out there. It wasn't the greatest thing. It's a big box on wheels, didn't have a lot of electric. Remember, gotta remember back in the 80s, Chrysler was going through bankruptcy, having issues, and they created the K-Car platform, which helped spawn the minivan. And from that, they got the caravan, the voyageur, and the town and country. Now, the town and country wasn't up to the main point of luxury, because at that point, Chrysler would become more of a premium brand. A little bit higher up than Dodge, but unfortunately was still was not into the luxury league. Now fast forward back into the 90s and you start to see the town and country get a little more luxury features compared to its caravan counterpart. It still wasn't seen as a luxury minivan. It was still more seen as a premium minivan. It's something you got when you didn't want the basic features of a Dodge caravan. You wanted some luxury. You wanted to say, I own a Chrysler, not a Dodge. It's the exact same product with a little more luxury features in it. Now fast forward to today and Chrysler is building the Pacifica. The caravan is about to hit the Dodge. Unfortunately, after over 36 years on the market, it is about to kick the bucket. But the Pacifica has moved in and moved into a premium field. Now, just below it, you get the Voyager. Yes, they brought back the Voyager nameplate. This nameplate is being brought back to help people get into a base model Pacifica. Now, getting back into these luxury minivans. We all know Mercedes has been around and has had the V-Class for a long time. They have had luxury minivans for a long time. Now, why are we talking about luxury minivans? Oh, this is a new market market it's not really a new market because especially even in the asian marketplace because buick has been there for years with their buick gla minivans now they're not super luxurious what you'd come to find from mercedes or like we said lexus but they still are amazing products now moving up from the gla you get companies like gac with their trump g gm8 you start getting into the mercedes v-class moving up into the cos brand new cos corporation cosmo which is starting to enter in the premium marketplace. The Maxxis G50 is starting to go after it. And remember, even in the original Asian marketplace, Toyota, where did they get the Lexus minivan? And why did they build it? Why did Lexus create the LM300? Why? And what makes it so much different and such a pivotal vehicle within this marketplace? What makes it better and higher up than the Mercedes? Well, Mercedes, the V-Class, is just a standard minivan. It would compete directly with a Chrysler Pacifica. You don't want a Pacifica, you want a little more luxury. 
luxury, you're going to move into a V-Class. Yeah, you get nice leather, better features, and the Mercedes nameplate. But the Lexus, their LM300, yes, we all get it. It's originally a Toyota Grand Ace with a Lexus logo. Moving up. It's getting bigger. Now, why is Toyota moving into the luxury minivan market? Limo service. If you recall, going back to the early 2000s, Chrysler has always been at the forefront of brand new technology in minivans. They're the first to introduce dual sliding door. They introduced stow and go seating. Hell, they even introduced Scotch Guard systems in a vacuum within their vehicle. And why did they do that? Because they knew the average family needed those things. But what they made in the early 2000s, they came out with the brand new Dodge Caravan, the last generation Dodge Caravan. They made turning seats and a table pop up in the center. So now the people in the back of the minivan can all sit and communicate with each other. Now, how does this fall in line with the Lexus LM300? The Lexus LM300 has now seen that market. And they've seen how minivans are such a huge marketplace in the Chinese and Asian markets. And they knew that they needed to get in there. Mercedes wasn't pushing the envelope. Same with Buick. Hell, Iconic from the Volcana brand is considering getting into this marketplace. But Lexus had to be there first. Because Lexus likes to pride itself on being precision quality. Gotta remember, Lexus started out in the 80s as just a gussied up Toyota brand. Their LS was far superior than any other product out there. But it still wasn't on par with Mercedes, BMW, Audi. Only because of its name. Now, Lexus falls in the same line as BMW, Mercedes, and Audi. And now they can compete with them. And the luxury limo market is now looking at how people get around. With the increase of Uber, Lyft, all those services, ride-hailing services, minivans are going to become a big part of that. I don't know if you've read our article about Canoe, but the ride-hailing personal rental vehicle that you purchase on a leasing program gives you tons of seating and allows you to pick up and move around a ton of people. Alexis sees that marketplace and says, we want to give it to the luxury. We want to give it to the business class. Because when you're at a meeting and you're about to go out on your plane and you're still talking to your guy, if you're sitting down a limo, you're sitting side to side. Or if they're across from you, you're all just kind of sitting across. You all have to squeeze down into the limo. Well, that's great. Mercedes S-Class. Yes, it's a limo. Rolls-Royce, it's a limo. Yeah, you get down into it. The minivan, minivan. You could slide the doors back. You can have reclining shiatsu massaging rear seats just like you find in a Rolls-Royce. But with easier access into and out of, of the vehicle. This makes it way easier for you and all of your business partners to get into the vehicle, be driven to your private jet, and fly to your next destination. It's a little bit easier to get into and out of than a sedan. Well, that's its main purpose. The luxury minivan isn't just about being a luxury minivan. No, it's about easily accessible mode of transportation. And like we said, with the rise of Uber and Lyft, ride-hailing services are going to soon move into concierge services. Lexus sees the writing on the wall and they say, we want to be there. Tesla hasn't gotten into this yet. How odd. Chrysler hasn't gone off. Mercedes hasn't gone after it. Lexus. Well, we just released our brand new yacht, which is freaking amazing. And we're now looking at going after Honda and the private jets. But with most people in major cities, especially in Asia, like in China, you basically enter into a lottery to get vehicles. Every city has a cap. There's only so many vehicles and so many people that are allowed to own vehicles within some of these major Asian centers and then not everybody can afford them. Not everybody can get into them. So ride hailing services like Uber and Lyft have to be there. Well, if I'm a corporate executive and I'm used to rolling around on Rolls Royce, but I'm in a strange city, I'm in downtown Shanghai, I don't have my vehicle with me because I just had a meeting and these business associates haven't brought a limo for me. I don't feel like getting into a regular cab. I don't feel like calling a regular Uber or Lyft to come pick me up and bring me somewhere. No, I want concierge service. I want a limo driver to come and pick me up in a luxurious vehicle. Now, if I was smart and I lived in one of these marketplaces, I would buy one of these Lexus LM300s and I would run it as an Uber.
Uber. I would pride myself on pristine concierge luxurious service to my client. Like I'll pick you up from the Fairfield or the Hilton downtown Shanghai and I will whisk you away in perfect luxurious settings. You can sit back with your mini bar, big screen TV, partition between you and me and have a drink, relax and let reclining chair massage you on the way to your private jet. Now I'm a corporate executive. I don't need to own cars everywhere I go because now there is a luxurious concierge service that I can hail upon to bring me from my private jet to my hotel for my business meeting. Thank you, Lexus. Now, unfortunately, other companies haven't really caught on to why Lexus has done this, why they're jumping into this marketplace. No, Buick is starting to see the writing on the wall. Same with Iconic. They're starting to say, hey, maybe the Asian marketplace who loves minivans wants more luxury. So Shanghai Auto Show 2019. You take a look at this page and on the Auto Shape page and look up Buick GLA Avenir concept. You will see a direct competitor to the Lexus LM300. This Buick GLA would be a direct competitor. Yes, we get it. Buick rides in a premium marketplace, not high-end luxury. So they don't run in the same class as Lexus, but this Buick GLA minivan does. It may not have the exact features. So if I'm a mid-tier Uber driver with a luxury minivan, I might use the Buick. If I'm top tier, I'll use the Lexus. Why? Because the Lexus has a partition wall. The Buick is more of a family-oriented vehicle. It's got luxury features, but it doesn't have the limo style service. Then moving into the iconic, well, Iconic 7 VIP. Now, if you've seen this thing, this is a concept by the same people that bought you the Volcano. Amazing view. They also have the premium one. Plug-in electric mobility. So now it fits into the Asian marketplace and how they're trying to get away from fossil fuels, powering their vehicles and powering their modes of transportation around the city. Well, Iconic hasn't created this view. No, they haven't done it yet. It's not the most luxurious looking thing. When you consider that some of the people behind this vehicle helped design the Lycan Hypersport huh, and even helped create W Motors, this thing is the Hypersport of minivans. The VIP is set to be a full-end limo service. It is supposed to be bomb-proof and give you the exact same experience that you would have riding in a Rolls-Royce. Just the only difference is it's easier to get into and out of. You have your sliding doors, which means if you're getting attacked by somebody, you can escape easier now because now you get one on either side and it's easier to move around inside of a minivan to get out. In a car, you got to get up and out. In a minivan, you basically stand up inside before you get out. It makes it easier to escape. Now, we're saying the luxury marketplace for minivans is now expanded. Christ has seen this with their portal concept. They haven't done it with design aspect, but they've done it with feature aspect. And they're starting to see that luxury minivans could be a market that is for them. Toyota is redoing their Grand Ace minivan. They're getting more luxurious. The V-Class is getting more luxurious. Like we said, Maxxis is getting the G50 into it. We're getting the COS Cosmos, okay? This thing is a direct competitor to the Buick GLA. Direct competitor. It is in the luxury premium marketplace. It has the same aspect, same appeal, and it is going to create a luxury driven market. Now, if you take a look, Oris Motors, okay? Brand new limo service for Vladimir Putin, president of Russia, okay? Brand new car company that he wanted, he created. He said, I want to be driven around in Russian technology, Russian built car. I don't want to be chauffeured around in a German built, American bomb proof made car. No, I want something to bring me around. Well, on top of that, for his limo service, he now has a Senate luxury sedan that goes up against the BMW S class, the Mercedes BMW 7 series, the Mercedes S-Class, the Audi A8. It even touches the tip of Rolls-Royce and Bentley. It's not there yet, but that's also because of the name. It just started. But Oris is doing one step further too. They didn't just release the limo for Vladimir or the Senate for his dignitaries. They also have created their own van. Luxury van. Not the greatest looking thing. God, no. It, it does not rank high with us. It could have been a lot better. It's kind of like the previous generation Mercedes B-Class. But 
It's luxury. Because Putin knows that if his car is getting bombed, he needs to get out of there quick. Well, he's also said he wants an SUV as well. In case you're out way out in the bush in an outpost, he needs to get into and out of there. He doesn't want to drive around a Land Rover anymore. He wants to go in in a luxury SUV. So he's got his limo. He's got his regular sedan. He's got his convertible sedan, just like the old Lincoln Continental. He has a minivan if he needs to have a board meeting. And he's also got an SUV. And like we said, the Lexus LM300 can also be used by presidential people, people who run countries. Now, this premium marketplace has been around for a while. Like we said, Chrysler has been in the premium luxury minivan marketplace since the 80s. Mercedes has been kicking around since then too. Buick has been somewhat there. Hell, the Buick we had here was nowhere near premium as the luxuries, as the Chryslers at the time. But Buick in China is completely different. Their minivan, the GL6, is luxurious, is amazing. And like we said, the Asian marketplace loves minivans. I had a roommate in college, moved here from Japan, not a Hyundai accent because his father gave him money to buy a vehicle. But what he really wanted was a minivan. I asked him, why? Why do you want a minivan? He says, a lot of people in Japan have vans. If we don't buy sports cars that go flying through the mountains, we get vans. So we can haul us and all of our friends around because space is scarce, okay? Having a van means you can carry more people. All your friends may not have vehicles like it is in North America. So you can bring more of our friends with us to go more places. And also, if you need to take a nap when you're at work, this is a perfect thing to have sitting out in the parking lot. You can just go out there, take a quick nap, eat your lunch in it. Hell, if you get kicked out of your apartment, you can move into it. And these luxury minivans have now made it. Maybe these corporate executives will start holding board meetings and start taking longer trips. They won't use as many planes. And like I said, the ride hailing service can now get into this. You can now go after the luxury minivan marketplace and utilize it for their concierge service. We're talking to you, Uber. We're telling you, you need to get the Lexus LM300 into your portfolio of vehicles. Asian marketplace is going to demand it and corporate executives around the world are going to want it soon. So really, all in all, the luxury minivan marketplace is not just here because an Asian marketplace demands it and wants it and it's big enough to support it. It's here because one company realized that not everybody is going to be driving around and everybody wants to be chauffeured around in the future. So why not create the easily accessible vehicle out there into a luxury counterpart and do what your competition has not yet done. You can get a Mercedes V-Class set up the exact same way as the LM300, but that's aftermarket. The LM300 is straight from the factory, partition screen, massaging chairs, reclining chairs, mini bar, drop down screen, full internet access, Wi-Fi. Like this thing is what a limo is with more headroom and more fun room. So really, when you think about it, the luxury minivan marketplace is something that is required for the future. It is something that is not just about creating a new niche into the luxury market. It is about our needs and our wants of the future. With less of us driving around and more of us wanting to be chauffeured around, this is something that's going to be required within the future. And companies like Canoe, Lexus, Mercedes, Chrysler, Uber, Lyft, Waymo all see it coming. They all know people want them. And that's how it's going to change the mode of transportation for all of us into the future. This is Deborah J. Just kind of recapping on how the luxury marketplace is now introducing the minivan into it and how it could possibly change the way we get around. It's amazing. From products that we had as young kids and not realizing how big that market could be for us in the future, it just blows your mind. So just remember, luxury minivans are going to come and they're actually going to be here before too long within the European and North American marketplace. Don't just think this is an Asian thing. Asian evasion is coming to our shores as well. So this is Everett J saying we welcome you to the luxury marketplace, Lexus, and we are glad you are going to be here to move us around in the future. This is Everett from Autolux saying keep following our LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, Podbean, and www.autolux.net for all your up-to-date
day-to-day information about automotive designs. So strap yourself in for this one fun wild ride of the luxury minivan.